0: guys, welcome to The Higher Points, and today we are coming at you with yet another To The Point. Um, Nick and I didn't get anybody scheduled. Um, so it wasn't me- for a lack of trying. Yeah, no.
1: Because you tried, I tried. It happens. People schedule. I mean, it's warming up too. Yeah,
0: people are getting busy, we're getting busy, but you guys just get to listen to our beautiful voices again. So <laughs> As Dallas is like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, you too, Tyrone, you too. Nick, he, he uh, took himself, what what did you uh, call your test? Like a personality uh, exam? It's,
1: it's basically kind of like, a. it's called a Strength Development Inventory 2.0. Okay,
0: so he's got some information that's going to blow y'all's minds. <laughs> So yeah. let's let's hear it, Nick. Let's Here's hear it. about this uh,
1: mind-blowing experience. Everybody's on the I why I, I never said anything <laughs> like that. I never said. Everybody's like seriously, like can you not talk about something interesting? Can you go on blabbing about the government? We haven't heard enough of that yet. Can yeah, you just do no that joke. instead, please? Um, but anyway, I guess yeah. So uh, I'm I'm going to a class that Bill Howard's teaching at that you've heard on the podcast a couple of times now it's called law enforcement leadership Academy. It's a week long and a part of this and pretty much every leadership class I've been to has some sort of like a, a personality test that you take. It's similar to like the ones you see on Facebook and stuff. But instead of taking like five minutes and telling you what crayon Crayola color you are, it tells you things like, you know, it tell it's like much more in depth. This took me like 30 minutes 30 or 40 minutes of answering questions to basically what, finish.
0: What color uh, Crayola crayon are you? Uh,
1: according to this, I'm blue, blue? according to this thing, because okay. uh, it has different color spheres in this like triangle, or color zones in this triangle. But anyway, so like I said, it's a, it's a Strength Development Inventory 2.0. It's made by an Elias Porter and a Tim Scudder, who are PhDs, but... So, the thing that was interesting that I, the reason that I wanted to talk about it was, it wasn't really surprising to me what it said, because what it said is basically what I feel. So, it shows, and I don't understand it yet because I haven't yet had this personality test explained to me. Um, I have done the, um, oh gosh, even you did it, where we found out we were like SCs and, Uh-oh. uh,
0: not enneagrams.
1: No, not an enneagram, but anyway. Um, so I haven't ha- yet had this explained to me, like Fle- I the one that Felicia had us take, right? So no, no, no. This was the one I took at the other leadership class that oh, you ended that up you taking me. and yeah. yeah, that you ended up taking Uh disc assessment. That's what it was. D I S C disc disk assessments. And so this was different. So I don't quite understand the nuance of it yet. And like maybe how you use it to, uh, like be a better person or be a better manager, a better leader. And, but it was interesting to me because it said that, that my motivational value system is 48 people, 27 process, 25 performance. And those are like the, the, there's a triangle. The top left is blue for people, top right is, uh, red for performance, and the bottom part of the triangle is, uh, green for process. But what it said in here was, um, your motivational values, it says, as a, pers- as a person with a blue uh, motivational value system, you achieve feeling of self-worth by genuinely help- being helpful to others with little or no concern for what you receive in return. You help others in ways that enhance their happiness and genuinely meet their needs. You express concern for the welfare of others. You place your faith in other- others and offer others the benefit of the doubt. You believe that go- giving others praise and rewards creates happiness and gratefulness in their hearts and minds you value the power of helping people grow etc cetera, etc cetera. and it basically goes on to say more of that kind of stuff which mm-hmm. i mean how many times have you heard us talk about that on here
0: i feel like just right away i would say i haven't taken the test but i feel like i would be more towards the blue area than what is the does it give you a description of the other two the blue
1: yeah so well so what it does is what it does is, is it goes further down in this little thing and it basically tells you like your like your motivators. And, um, it says like, so like blue for people is you're motivated by protection, growth, and welfare of others. You have a strong desire to help others who can genuinely benefit. That's kind of how it explains the blue portion. Um, and then let's see if I can find one that explains like the other goodness gracious. This is one long PDF. So the red portion, which is the performance, it's people who are motivated by task accomplishment and achieving results. They have a strong desire to set goals, take decis- decisive action and claim rewards. And then the green portion is the people are, which is green was, uh, so I said, I said people performance and let me scroll back up. People, performance, and process. So the green portion, when it, when it's referencing process, says um, there are people who are motivated by meaningful order and thinking things through. They can have a strong desire to pursue individual interests or independent interests and to be practical and to be fair.
0: Is it ideal, according to that thing, to like be right smack in the middle of that?
1: Uh, you know, I think it would be tough to be like perfectly in the middle of all of that. Mm-hmm. Is um, that what it because, does in that triangle? Yeah, like so it puts your dot. I know okay. the I know the people that can't can't see this, but I'm holding up my phone, showing it to Nate, and it's showing the triangle, and it's showing my dot. Basically, is kind of in the bottom right part of the blue, heading down into the green, and it gives an arrow down to the green. So it's showing that it's mainly people focused with more of a process focus where performance is kind of like the last, the last part of what's important. So I feel like mine would be blue leaning red. I can see that definitely because
0: the organization side of me is a little lacking.
1: (laughs) Well, and then it talks about how, like when you're faced with conflict, like how you want to do it, it says you want to maintain order and principles. And if that doesn't work, you want to make a choice depending on what's more reasonable in the situation to give in with conditions or to forcefully engage. And I was like, damn, like <laughs> is that not me or what? Um, but the thing that I found interesting was inside of this, like it, it, obviously it gives you like what your strengths are, right? But because of some of the strengths of, it says often you give credit to others while diminishing what you essentially added and I said, as a result, you're often overlooked because you're seen as incompetent. And that's something that I would say I really struggle with is the like, Hey, look at me. Look what I did. Look mm-hmm. at me. Um, I, I really struggle with that. And, but I, when I read that, I was like, man, that makes sense. You know, if like I showed up to a group of people that don't work with me on the daily and said, like, I was constantly giving credit to somebody else always like 100% of the time they would look at me and say, everybody else is doing this guy's work. Like, why isn't he doing any of the work kind Mm -hmm. of mentality? And I was like, Whoa. So that was one of the things that I picked up from this of like, okay, you know, once in a while it is okay to receive, like it is okay to receive credit for, you know, give credit where credit's due, Mm -hmm. but it's also okay. Also okay to receive credit. Yeah.
0: But you don't want to be on the, opposite end of that and it's just me right. me, me me, me right all the time. right
1: well i mean i think it's just like anything else we've ever talked about on this podcast it's
0: a balancing like, act yeah
1: like you've heard like even the political spectrum of things we've talked about if you were way left that would be bad if you were way far right that would be bad you know you kind of want to have a mixture and, and be in the center and i think this this whole triangle thing is emblematical of that
0: yeah well i mean when you look at that the political side it's like the way far right, way far left. They don't even want to have a conversation with the other side, you know, because they're just so far extremely yeah. entrenched
1: in their values. Well, the same thing can be said about bosses mm-hmm. that are so in- entrenched in their values, they're unwilling to listen to yeah. input from other employees. Which is
0: a scary path to go down.
1: Well, I mean, it's one of those things of I think either way, you're gonna you're going to lay in the bed you made. And if you're in the middle, you're going to lay in the bed you made and it's going to be nice and comfy and... And perfect, and maybe, but sleep well. Feel like it's like my my college professor
0: used to talk about stuff like that about like like how the country's economy works. Yeah, like as a pendulum, you know, it's always going back and forth. And right now, like our economy, I would say is down a little bit, and they're writing a bunch of regulation and stuff to help pull us out of that we'll pull out of that and head back up and then regulation will get eased and it'll go back down. And it's just always back and forth. And the same being said with stuff like this too.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I would say that this personality that I took is not, if you would, if I'd have taken this same test two years or five years ago, probably would not have come out the same. Mm
0: -hmm. And like it's, it's like extreme ownership. Like you can take too much ownership in things, and when you read the dichotomy of it, it's like you got to have this balancing act of okay, like I can't handle taking on all this at once. Like I have to be able to disperse it and this and that. So,
1: well, and and it, on that same note of so, what it said was I I found the por- like this is a, a huge PDF. It said when uh, that we were just talking about about the given credit, it said when your efforts and accomplishments are highlighted, you're quick to give others credit for helping you to get there because you tend to play down your capability and accomplishments. Others may not see you as competent or even consider you for a task. So your growing edge may be to wave your own flag just a bit when you know you're a good fit for a task. But it does say, bottom line for you is, is that your humble approach means you almost always under-promise and over-deliver. And everyone appreciates that. So, I mean, that's what I always like to do is is I like try to be realistic on things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, like I basically kind of, like it says, under-promise, like I know 110% I can deliver on this. And then if like God gives me with like extra time or extra capability or whatever – Um, or extra insight or like I know a buddy that knows how to do something that can help add to this task. And then I over deliver and I uh, over deliver on like the time frame with which I said I'd get it done. Then that always is like super beneficial. People Mm -hmm. remember that. Yep. You know, it's like, it'd be like the same as like you're getting a package in the mail from UPS and they say it'll be there in seven days, but then it gets there in four. You're like, Oh sweet. You know? Yeah.
0: I had a a guy tell me he's like going to the contractor stuff. He's like, Always over deliver and like, like remodel stuff is like a service, you know, and you bid it a little bit high and at the end take $500,000 off, you know, how many contractors are doing that? Yeah. It's like, you just want that person's
1: uh, business for life. And, and their word of mouth to everyone yeah. else.
0: Yep. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, okay, well he got it done faster than he thought it would. So he's not going to just take that money and run. He's going to
1: like give back what it's worth, you know, like what the time that went into it. Um, and you know, what's also interesting, uh, that just hit me like a ton of bricks while we were sitting here and why you were saying that is remember how you've heard me say, and you've heard Andy say, cause I, I, I heard it from Andy. I have to give credit. <laughs> um, it, he always says like, nobody's going to listen to you until you've done it. You know, like you're doing it right now when it comes to your business and like doing living, living, to. living your values though. And, and the same thing is like when it came to the leadership, like I've been in a leadership role now for going on a year Mm -hmm. and I've been doing my level headed best to like live those values. Uh, and so it's been interesting to kind of, now that we've talked about it, we're essentially kind of basically at a point where it's like, put your money where your mouth is. Execute on it. And, and it's been cool to see. I mean, and and that's not saying that we've like, we've met some finish line or that we've got it all figured out. No,
0: my butt has been puckered the last six weeks doing this stuff man it has been just it's been a ride you know just balancing cash flows as a new business and that and then kind your of friend thing.
1: Won't, your friend won't stop bugging you about getting a lead gen website and then that was too much <laughs> it's like getting eight phone calls a day it's like i'm already booked out to next fall <laughs> dude when i talked to uh dustin he said he was booked out for two years yeah i was like holy shit there you got people that are like okay see you in two years i'd
0: rather say no to someone you know, because the jobs are still going to be there, and I don't want to book myself out that far. You know, I would rather say no to somebody for now. Say, give me a call in the fall, and we'll work it out. You know, like keeping a set number of jobs in the schedule, and maybe five months out or something like that. So then you can, you can weed through those jobs that you want to do versus the ones that you're like, mm, I don't make any money on this,
1: why would I do that? Well but that never mind. I'm gonna to try to I would try to sell the leads again. I'm gonna stop now. Um <laughs> we'll get back on subject. Uh but um uh speaking of which, if anybody knows a mid sized construction company that wants to buy some leads, uh boy do I have a free deal for them. Have them let me know.
0: It is, it was calling me off
1: the hook. Yeah, I would say how many how many phone calls were you getting a day, roughly?
0: Like two or three.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were some
0: days it was like three, four, and then there were some days there was none. But it was like I would say six or seven a week at least yeah. for fences and stuff. And, and, like, and,
1: and if you would have, if you would have successfully bid all of those jobs, how much money would those have been roughly just to mean like a rough figure for the ones that you did like talk to people?
0: I would say over a hundred thousand dollars.
1: Yeah. Okay. So please, let someone know I, I have a deal for them and I will give it to them for free to try. Even so, if, uh, you're, if you know how to do fences and you're wanting to get into it and decking. Yeah. You can get your shot. So uh, we said we were going to get back on subject and then didn't, uh, uh I, I guess that was all my fault. But so in this little thing, it says, um, what's your top three strengths? Our mind was that I'm competitive, modest and supportive, which I thought it was interesting because, uh, whenever I'm at work, <clears throat> I'm always challenging people that I work with to, like the the deputies or the other officers of like let's see, let's see who can get like a DUI arrest tonight or let's see who can get the most warrant arrest tonight or something. Like, I'm always competing with them to like just be better. But I'm like, I mean, I compete with myself too. Mm-hmm. But it says, it says, as long as you keep it playful, others enjoy your competitive spirit too. But it's not for everyone, especially if you become ag- aggressive or argumentative, which my I read that to my wife and she goes, yup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, it says, but generally speaking, your competitive nature creates fun and produces better results. Mm-hmm. And I would say that um whenever we do that whenever like it's competitive like there are days that you could go and not hear a single thing on the radio but when we start that competition like we're going out there and hitting it now if you're listening to this podcast please don't think that we're going out there and constantly extorting people for money because that's not what we're doing we know they're just toll collectors we're not we're not going out and like (laughs) who can write the most uh uh, tickets for tag lights out because that's not what we're doing that's what i'd say too (laughs) <laughs> um, but here's the thing that like really got me because considering 75 hard and stuff, it says you often compete against yourself and you reward yourself when you do better than you have before. And when you exceed your goals,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was like, man, like you have heard me say that of like, I, I would make myself better and I would check the boxes during the day. And then I re- re- would reward myself with like a pipe yeah. at the end of the day. Or like at the end of 75 hard, I rewarded myself with going to that steakhouse because I'd always wanted to go there and it was stupid expensive. Plus it was my anniversary. So win, win. Um, so that was cool. Um, but, it, um, and then the next one was modesty. Um, and it said camouflage. It said, uh, that's the term that may come to mind when thinking about how people see you. In other words, you don't need to be in the spotlight or capture everyone's attention. Your work is typically done behind the scenes and that's exactly what makes you a valuable asset to any workplace. Bottom line for you is that your humble approach means you almost under promise over deliver. Everyone appreciates that. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: like uh offensive line mentality to me is immediately what I think of because like they're the ones that do all the work, keeping the quarterback safe, the running backs, get the yards,
1: getting the paper boys in the paper and we don't get shit. Yeah, you hear that? My reek, <laughs> your yeah. line is what got you all those videos. That's right. And all that, Just all that publicity. For boy. I hope you give credit to your offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see his? uh He's got his like clothing line on Instagram now. Been, I haven't like, seen it, and he's been posting. He's been posting like his hoodies and everything. I've been sharing it on the High Point Farm or High Point, not High Point Farms. I didn't hack the you higher guys. points. I didn't, I didn't hack you guys. I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but post, posting it on the higher points story and everything, like the hoodie he's got's like really cool. Yeah, like on the on the. Uh, pocket it's got like a hands making a, a heart and then it's like god like god's uh, what is it god's good something like that clothing line i forget what it is mm-hmm. don't judge me Marik, sorry um and then the last one for me was supportive if someone needs a big boost of inspiration and reassurance they need to look no further than you and this is why because you lift people up you have a way with words that others appreciate appreciate typically saying just the right thing at just the right time <laughs> I've also been known to say just the wrong thing at exactly just. the wrong time <laughs> for sure. I think we've all done that, especially
0: to significant others or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, it, it's all, it's like, there's just so much cool stuff in here and I'm really looking forward to delving into this cause I'm assuming that we're probably going to hit stuff like this. I mean, it's a whole week long class. Like I'm mm-hmm. not Is that out of the Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Not this coming week. Because I'm off next... Well, quote-unquote, off next week. I got something going like legit every single one of my days off, <laughs> including working for the SO. I understand that. Um, been nice to have the money, I will say. Uh, But the following week, I'm going to be there for like Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you
0: might see Kate out there.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. He's about Actually, done. I'll, I'll have to hit him up. I'll have to hit him up and see... And hit him up for uh, lunch someday. Yeah. One of those days. He's about three weeks left or something like that damn has he been there that long i know it's freaking flew by wow he's almost there it seems like we just had him on the podcast he was just getting started yeah it's been that long Mm Hmm. huh yeah that podcast will probably release after he retires (laughs) 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 it's like hey bud we got dirt on you Eh. (laughs) yeah well hey he's got dirt on how many of you guys oh it's about time you guys had something on him yeah
0: that's right that's right. He's like, Cade's giving speeches at a lot of our weddings and stuff, and like at bachelor parties, he's always the one the, the instigator that's getting buying those shots or something to put us over the edge. And he always says, "He's like, I got a lot of payback coming for me when I uh, when I go ahead and get married." <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir, you do from all of us."
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need you're gonna need like an extra hour just for speeches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, like there, there's just like so much more in here and I don't want to just keep talking about it cause it seems like it's something you can just keep talking about forever, but it was just an interesting perspective. Um, because like, you know, the disc assessments I learned a lot from, um, I'm not granted. I don't know this one well enough yet. I will say like, should I make it to a management role? Excuse me. When I make it to a management role, cause I will at some point, like it's going to happen. I'm going to keep going till I do. Um, okay. How about a higher management role? Um, like disc assessments are definitely something I'm going to do because they help you to understand a person so that you can com- more effectively communicate with them. Yeah. Like that's what I want it for. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it's these, these personality assessments can actually be used for evil as well, because now you're getting to understand like the nooks and crannies of someone's mind and their weak spots. And I think that exactly you could use it to manipulate people as well. Mm-hmm. And manipulate it for bad. Like if you were a true evil leader, you could use it to manipulate yeah. to get what you want. Um, but I love it just because I want to be able to effectively communicate with people. I mean, as this said, I love seeing people succeed. Um, but I, I don't know why. I just I love training. I especially love training in leadership. So I am really looking forward to the two weeks from today. Yeah, so I can't wait. Um, plus, get to see Bill again. Always enjoy seeing Bill. Yeah, And then we'll have him on the podcast during that week for the Monday following. Everybody goes to those
0: classes and Nick is just raising his hand all the time and just best friends with the instructor. I try not to shark, man. It's like, dang, I can't stand this kid.
1: (laughs) Well, I I was telling Bill that um, literally because, well, first things first, here's what I found through experience in life is breaking the ice is exceptionally important in a classroom environment because, like, everybody's there. Nobody wants to look dumb, right? Like, you're just kind of there.
0: And a lot of times, like, in those kind of situations, most people are sent there and they don't necessarily care to go, you know? so there's
1: They call those hostage students. Yeah. You've been voluntold. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know how many people are that way, like, at this level of um, leadership stuff, but I'm I'm assuming there's some.
1: Yeah, for sure. It just depends. Mm -hmm. Um. But the that, students like that are called sharks. Mm-hmm. Their hands always in the air, so they got a fin. They're sharking all the questions. I literally, Nate, not shitting you. I literally have to talk myself out of sharking every question. I do. Because, I mean, I've spent quite a bit of time thinking about this, analyzing what my past bosses have done, you know, and just learning those things. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I'm like, I have an opinion on this. And you're comfortable with the instructor, which helps. Well, Bill's only teaching two days. Mm. And he's teaching half of one of the days. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's out of of those five days, he's only teaching, I say only, but he's only teaching eight hours of those five days. Er, Or 12 hours. A lot of these
0: other guys probably have met Bill and know Bill, too. So I guess that makes sense.
1: I know Bill, uh, but I don't know any of the other instructors. And Mm -hmm. so I try not to shark all those questions, even though I have a lot of input. But I also know, because, like, for instance, when we go to critical incident debriefs, after like a shooting or really bad traffic accident or something like I will be the first dude in the room, the six foot four, 320 pound dude or 30 pound dude, I will stand up and I will be the first person to admit what I'm feeling. And I likely will probably cry while doing it. Mm -hmm. And that sets the stage for everyone else of like if that dude can do it. Like, so can I. Yeah. And And that's not saying I expect everybody to do that. But I think you get a lot more out of it. So I I do the same thing at class. mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when most people see you, they're like, holy shit, that that dude's intimidating. He's a big guy. He's not just chunky, he actually looks like he works out a little bit, you know? I'm still chunky. And they see you break down and they're like, okay, well, maybe this is a safe space.
1: That's exactly what I want to foster. Mm -hmm. Again, helping people succeed. You know, I mean, if the whole idea there is, and I'm not saying we got to cry as a group, but the whole idea is there is to like help your mental health and grow and yeah. be better.
0: Well, if you don't, you'll end up with incidents like um, the George Floyd deal, you know, if you're not helping mental health in that situation. Yeah. So,
1: um, but yeah, so, you know, and I've even, I've even gotten like compliments from instructors like Bill um, here. I'm going to, I'm going to wave my flag a little bit. I'm going to try this on. Uh, it makes me feel weird, but I'm going to try it on. You know, Bill told me, he's like, I noticed it. He's like, and I also appreciated it. The fact that I was willing to like speak up because then he's like, we could start a dialogue. We could start engagement. And then once I spoke up, then someone else will go, oh yeah, I had that same thing. Or, oh yeah, I had the same thing. Here's mm-hmm. how we handled it. And you start that dialogue versus everybody's just sitting there quiet. And now you're having to like pull that stuff out of people. Yeah. Um, the Which la- is
0: not fun at all.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, from an instructor perspective. Hell no, it's not. Well, even from the
0: <laughs> person sitting in the crowd, it's like, uh, I don't want to do this at all. Yeah.
1: And then the last training that I went to, which was after Bill's training, uh, was an advanced leadership school here at Hutch PD. And the instructor, she was from the FBI. And so, like, you know, and, and I always also, I shouldn't say always, I bring, at the the last day, I've been starting to bring, like, thank you cards. I bring thank you cards to the instructors because I know what goes into Doing Prepar- preparing to her yeah. stuff like that um and, and depends on the instructor too like if i can see that they have really worked hard at it like i saw bill did and you know i gave bill input on his uh powerpoint like he was spe- he was spelling some things wrong and you know things like that just small things and he's like dude he's like i've presented this i don't know how many times and nobody's ever said any of that he goes thank you so much yeah Uh, the same thing with this other lady. She goes, she goes, I could tell, like, in the group discussion, she's like, you guys had really good discussion because of, like, what you started and what you brought to the table. And, and I would say, like, I would look at someone like you and say, like, I would say, like, I think this. What do you think? And then I would shut up. And then the person on the other side of the table would chime in with you. And then that person would chime in. I I would literally have to just shut up. Like, I'd be like, You know, the vein popping out and you're like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I, I'm literally having to tell myself, like, just let these people let it flow, do their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know the answer to every question. You might, if you shut the hell up long enough, you might learn something. Yeah. So did that come across too bad? Did I wave my flag too high and too, too long? I think we're going to have to get you a bigger hat. <laughs> good thing I don't wear hats. We're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that definitely felt weird. Yeah. Um. But I have to try it on for size. I mean, especially if I'm going to be doing the sheriff thing. You know, I'm going to have to say here are the things I've done, versus, yeah. hey, this person did this, this person did that. And they're going to be like, well, shouldn't we be voting for that person or that person then? Like, mm-hmm. that's what it's going to come across as. So. Yeah,
0: going to have to toot your own horn a little bit. Yeah, definitely getting out of your comfort zone.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't you toot your horn a little bit? What, do you what mean? things have
0: been going well with uh, with next gen builders?
1: I don't know. It's just
0: been once i got my license it was like game on man we went into town and started doing some driveways and it's like bam we got a job next door bam we got another job next door
1: (laughs) i just picture you showing up with like your gc
0: license and you're like yeah (laughs) it's like bam five hood construction trucks drive by
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then come by and say hi
0: yeah no every single one of them stopped by except for the owner (laughs) um i don't know it's been it's been fun it's been uh, stressful at times. Definitely had some lack of sleep. Um, but guys, that, That's just you in general. Guys haven't missed a paycheck yet, you know. Paying the bills. I mean, we're booked out until, until the fall. Got a cool pre-construction <laughs> meeting coming up this week for the apartments there in downtown Sterling. Corbin's Corner, that's uh, super exciting.
1: And they're still doing a restaurant Tentatively downstairs, right? Yeah. It's gonna be, like a little barn grill thing or that's a thought. Yeah.
0: I've heard a couple different things. I know they want to make it like a, a destination restaurant where people like the barn, kind of where people yeah, come from right, all over right. to come to Sterling to go here, you know. Yeah. Which would be cool. That'd be big for our town. Um, I've heard that some of the people on the commission don't want more alcohol sales in the city of Sterling, and so I think that's the fight of why this is not happening.
1: They sell alcohol at dose. They sell alcohol at a frickin' liquor store. Both grocery right stores. <laughs> both grocery stores. I mean, like, at this point, the only thing that it's adding to the community is tax revenue. Mm-hmm. Like, and, or revenue. Not necessarily just tax, but I mean, tax is part of it. But, like, I, I don't see how one more establishment. I mean, it, and it also depends because there is an establishment in a neighboring jurisdiction. That we have constant issues with, so it depends on how it's managed.
0: Are you talking about the county seat?
1: No. Oh, I, I said a neighboring juror. Why? You just leave it at that. But, well, why can't we say it? Because I don't want to. I can say it. You can say it. <laughs> Doesn't mean I have to agree with you. Oh, okay. But um, it just depends on how it's ran. Mm-hmm. Who, who the manager is going to be? Yeah. Well, um, I don't
0: necessarily know who it is, but I, I've heard they're going to try to either hire it. Like bring someone in to run this place that has experience running a restaurant at that level, you know. Yeah. Kind of a destination style, but it'll be super cool. Like they're going to do patios outside. There'll be outdoor seating. They're on the east side there. Yeah. Yeah. Up to that's the, perfect. Like almost perfect. up to the street, you know, and it'll be be super sweet. And it, I mean, you'll walk basically by the restaurant to get into the apartments, and I'm just
1: I'm super stoked about the opportunity for this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, and just think, man, something like that, like your work's going to be visible for how long? Mm -hmm. I mean, people are going to be enjoying your work for how long? I'm super excited about it, but super like, holy shit. Uh, I looked at the uh, plans
0: and I was like, oh my gosh, these are the most detailed plans I've ever gotten. But that's not all bad. No, it's not. It's super cool. Like the engineers have been through that building over and over and over again. So they know exactly where things need to be. And there's little notes tagged everywhere. I mean... There's like
1: three pages of notes that come with the plans. Can, can I ask you something from somebody that has no idea? Mm. How does it work in a building that age to bring everything up to the code it's supposed to be when it comes to like electrical and plumbing and sewer? And like, is that a, is that a challenge?
0: Yeah. Um, part of the like this one, it's not as bad because all the walls are basically gone up there. And all the walls are going to be new. So a lot of the plumbing will go through that. But then where the bathrooms are going to go, we're cutting out four by eight sections of flooring or eight by eight, something like that. We'll do the plumbing. Um, and so that'll be fairly easy to do
1: that way. Are you guys going to do that or someone else? We're not doing the plumbing stuff.
0: We'll do the demo and cut everything open and that kind of stuff. Um, but they're going to reuse hardwood, the hardwood floors that are up there, refinish them, um, leave the old brick wall, exterior walls for, there'll be like accent walls in the apartments. Um, it's going to be like higher than builder grade finishes and stuff in there. So it's going to be kind of, uh, it'll be, they'll be really nice apartments.
1: Well, how many roughly are going up there?
0: There'll be eight total. Eight? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Huh. There's seven in the old building. Then there's one. In the addition, where the kitchen's going to go on the east side, huh? So the kitchen will Damn, be on the first a of floor, apartments up there, and the apartments will be on the second. How it's one apartment? How are you getting up there? Um. So in the addition, there's going to be a set of stairs, and then we're going to build, um, basically the escape stairs on the south side of the building.
1: Okay. Huh. I'm actually sitting here running through that in my mind as a law enforcement officer. If I had to go up there. You know, like, saying somebody's getting shot up there or something. Like, how I would I do it? Yeah. It's super... Uh,
0: I can even show you the plans. Tactical nightmare. Yes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's going to be, like, a nice community area where people can go hang out at this community area and...
1: Um, like, inside? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, a, like, like upstairs? A, like, a seating, like, lobby area type thing?
0: Like, right above the liquor store. Yeah, there'll huh. be, like, a community area. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the addition is made out of it's not it's engineered studs so it's like once you use lvl beams it's like they're inch and three quarter instead of inch and a half and they're perfectly straight on this edition i've never personally built a house with that i've used that kind of lumber here and there but never done a whole edition of that so that's gonna be super cool to work with and have it just everything be able to be perfect you know we don't have to use warped ass two by fours from the bottom of the pile you know like it's all going to be perfectly straight and it's super exciting sounds like fun man yeah yep i'm ready to get started it's going to keep us busy for i would say two 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 and a half months
1: Uh, wow i figured it'd be longer than that it may
0: well i mean i would say that it, it may be three months of framing but um are
1: you guys doing the finishing work too no
0: so we'll do framing or demo framing, and then we'll do the siding and stuff
1: on that addition
0: in windows. And I think all the windows are getting replaced in the current building. I think I don't know that for sure.
1: They look like it has new windows in it, or did they, they just repaint them?
0: I can't. I, I can't remember that for sure. Hmm. Have to go look at. I them. thought
1: the previous owner replaced them, but they I may. Be, I have. could be wrong. I could be wrong. But it's just it's
0: going to be super exciting. Like Stefan, he's starting with us Monday. He's like, man, this is super cool project for me. He's like, he's lived I've lived in Sterling my whole life. Right. And it's been empty the whole time. Yep.
1: And I can't ever remember anything other than Corwin's Corner being in it. Yeah.
0: And he's like, just working on a piece of Sterling history like that is just super exciting. So that, that project is
1: Stefan's gonna be like, American Mary Day. Yeah. <laughs> to his kids
0: one day. It's like and I'm just thinking like, what a cool opportunity for us. You know, like the things we're gonna learn from these plans and building this and then the connections will make down the road and other opportunities we'll have to do similar projects, you know, like, like, Hey, I've done this before. Like, let's get to work on it. Yeah. Super excited about that. So
1: cool. Well, you know, wrap it up or up right on time. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, cool. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to us, everybody. We really appreciate you being here. We're humbled with that. Uh, we're humbled that you're taking this journey and growing with us. You know, we we've come a long way from where we're starting, uh, from where we started. Excuse me, uh, we're nowhere near close to finished. I'm not sure that we'll ever be finished. At least me, I'll personally never be done till I die. And uh, so, take the opportunity to continue sharing the podcast uh, again, Tyrone. I see you sharing that out there, man, homie. I appreciate you. Uh, it goes a long way. Just just throw it in your story real quick. You know, it doesn't have to be any long post. Like you don't have to make a special video or anything, just uh, just throw it in your story and just push share. We will greatly appreciate it. You can check us out at www.thehigherpoints.com on Instagram, at The Higher Points, on Facebook, at The Higher Points Podcast. We're renting out the podcast studio. If you want to get a couple of episodes recorded, use the equipment or learn how to do this or what equipment you need to buy, we'll be more than happy to invest in you there. Just click the contact page on our website and reach out to us. We'll catch up with you guys next time.
0: See you guys.